Hello and welcome to Beyond the Iron Sea for episode number seven. Not the first unofficial Keen podcast, but we are definitely the only one with the arrogance to award ourselves a week off on a whim. We'll make it up to you guys with an extra special show today. There's so much to squeeze in, I literally had to grab my crowbar and head out for some extra lubricant. We'll be reading between the lines of the latest Keen blogs. This time it's just the three of us plus Jesse just having fun in the studio. And as part of our mailbox special, we'll be hearing more from this confused and clearly drink-addled Scotsman. You know, I really like sausages. It's one of those things that you can't really beat, you know, when you, when you get it in your mouth and then it's just like, mmm. Both of those, and more, will be stuffing themselves into this bumper beyond the Iron Sea. Richard Hughes' godmother is the Sun newspaper's Agni aunt, Deirdre Sanders. In our week off, there's been a bulging package of news coming out of Camp Keen. And that is camp with a kicking K, by the way. And by camp, we really mean the Van Swish recording facility in a barn in Sussex. The blogs have recently been incorporating audio clips from the band speaking down the phone to the shadowy keen webmaster about recording. Richard's been eager to express just how happy the atmosphere is at the moment, in sharp um, contrast to how it was with the second album. Um, the three of them, plus Jesse, have been getting on famously, but they're also trying hard to, um, to keep perspective on the songs that they're recording. I think that's, that's what's come out of the, the clip so far. Yeah, I got that feeling too. And while the band have been returning to songs to polish them up, showing that they're not that bothered by time constraints, they've also taken the time to take a leaf out of Andrew's book. Yes, they've been dicking around. And dicking around on the internet, no less. Is there any better type of dicking around? Not that I can think of. Anyway, a video featuring a drummer in a polar bear costume appeared on the website last week. And I think we're all perplexed. Is there a significance to it? Is it a cryptic clue about the album title? Well, is it? Well, who knows? Not me. Nor I. As always, you should keep an eye on the official Key Music site so you too can see classic point-free time wasters such as this video and all the latest recording news. Of course, goes without saying. After he accidentally swore during a live performance, Richard Hughes is banned from appearing on Irish television. While we took a cavalier week off, the emails just kept on arriving in the inbox. Don't let anyone ever tell you that it's not nice to get mail. It's lovely, it really is. Mm. Anyway, we have a terrific tuffet of texts to get through, so let's get started. Our first email comes from Jenny from Boston, who writes, Thanks for your podcast. It's been a real godsend while we wait for the new album. I would like to know how keen are able to make the sounds that they do on Under the Iron Sea. When I saw them, they only had the piano, so how can they make the Iron Sea sound like guitars? Thanks, Jenny. That's an excellent question. Well, naturally, there's only one person that we thought we should go to to answer this one. So, uh... so yeah, now we're joined by our technical expert, Mr. Mars McDonald, on the line direct from sunny Scotland. You always say sunny Scotland, but it never is, is it, Mart? It is, actually. Right now, it's a gorgeous evening. I consider myself proved wrong. Exactly, yeah. So, Mark, tell us, how is it exactly that the piano can sound like a guitar in this case? Is there, there one effect over it, or...? Well, it depends from sound to sound, but, uh, you know, it's 
generally the main set of sound that's been used is a distortion or an overdrive which is exactly just what you would use on a guitar and then you might also bring in things like echoes and stuff as well but really it's just the, the guitar distortion pedal. So explain how this works for the for the uninitiated. Say you've got your piano and you press your piano key and it makes the, the ding, you know, your nice clean piano sound. How do you change that into the, the distorted sound that we're hearing? Well really it's, it's possible because the piano that Keen used is a 1970s touring piano uh, and in order to, it's, it's like a grand piano, it's, it's got real strings and everything inside it but it's also got pickups like a guitar would have and so you can plug anything into it, so you just take a, a lead out of the piano take that clean piano sound, you can put it into a guitar pedal and obviously the, the pedal doesn't care, it just takes a sound source, it doesn't need to be a guitar, although they get called guitar pedals, you know, any sound will do, piano, synth Anything know, that's got that output that can be anything, pushed through yeah. basically so you can do anything with it, yeah. Uh, so once uh, once you actually just plug that into your distortion pedal, then you can just control the level of distortion that goes on it and the colour of it and all kinds of other geeky things. Okay. So um, we uh, we have a bit of an example in the, the INC, then. You've recorded some bits for us. I did very very quickly, and um, this will really show up my piano playing once the, the effects aren't there. But uh, it should hopefully give the idea. So, Mark, um, we're going to hear, first of all, um, this is uh, the INC as played by you. I should make that clear. This is you that's playing this. Um, Very badly. <laughs> and this is just clean from uh, if you were trying to play it yourself on, a, on an acoustic piano. Yeah, so what you've got there is very weedy, very thin, just, you know, piano keys just been repeatedly hit, you know, it really has got nothing to it at all, See, it's When you hear dire. it like that, um, you know, when you hear it like that, it's almost sort of, it sounds quite amateurish, doesn't it? Um, obviously, it's I'm not, <laughs> nothing, nothing against you, but, you know, it does, you realise that it is a very simple sound, that, you know... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like the, the effects are really, you know, really are totally changing the entire thing. You know, it, it sounds very unlike a piano once the effects start coming onto it. So, so what's, the, what's the next stage to beef this sound up a bit then? Well, the next thing that I tried was then I thought, well, what happens if you put that through, simulate it going through a guitar amp? Because a guitar amp will change the sound. It's not going to be the clean sound, but it will still sound like a piano, but it might sound a bit better. So we tried that. Okay, so this is, this is through a guitar amp. So when you hear that, then it's a little bit better. It becomes a bit dirtier, a bit grittier, but it still sounds pretty rubbish. You know, being honest, it still doesn't sound like the Iron Sea. You can't really imagine that Tim's going to come out and play that at the start of a Keen gig yeah. without being bottled off. Um, it's got a bit of so oomph, but it's not quite there. It's not there yet, no. So um, then if we, uh, if we skip ahead, and this is... Um, this is going to be something that's almost uh, almost as you would hear it at a gig. Um, tell us, uh, tell us exactly what's uh, what's going on here. Well, the only difference with this is it's, it's still the exact same piano track that was the clean one, and then it's still going through the guitar amp. But now we've also got uh, it going through a guitar distortion uh, before it goes to the amp. Uh, so this is basically really going to change the sound. It's a distortion turned up quite high, so you know the, exactly the same way as you would do with the guitar to get real sort of screaming solo or whatever. But because you've got multiple notes coming on the piano, you know, at the same time, then it really sort of bulks out and fills out the sound. And then just stick a little bit of echo and reverb on there to just smooth the transitions between the different notes. So, so it this sounds is, a lot um, more... 
This is basically the, the same track as at the start, but with all of this added into it. Yep, exactly the same. Okay. See, that, that makes a huge difference, doesn't it? You know, it's, it's practically night and day. The, the difference that the distortion actually makes is, you know, the distortion is the real body of, of what that sort of new Keen sound, or under the Iron Sea Keen sound, we don't know what Keen's new sound will actually be, yeah. but uh, you know, the, the under the Iron Sea sound really comes from the, putting the piano through guitar overdrive pedals and guitar distortion pedals. You know, that's where so much of it comes from, just because it creates such a different sound than just a straight piano. Well, um, thanks a lot for, uh, for explaining that to us, Mart, and I'm sure we'll be speaking to you again soon in one of our upcoming episodes. Thanks, I'll Mart. try and bore some people some more. <laughs> thanks a lot, Mart. Cheers. Any of you who were at the band's Alexandra Palace gig in October 2006 might remember when the effects accidentally kicked in when Tom was trying to play Hamburg Song, and we've got a clip of it here. That, that's an example of the clean sounding organ coming through all that distortion there, showing you just how much it changes it. Yeah, it's horrible. So, um, thanks for your question, Jen, and I uh, hope all that uh, cleared you up, and thanks to Mark for the answer. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Moving on, our next question comes from Emily, who has a quick question here. Hi, guys. Is the content of the podcast in any way directly influenced by anyone in the band? Well, Emily, as we say at the start, and as we always say at the start, we're an unofficial keen podcast. And that's all we have to say on that one. Finally, a quickfire one from Demetria. I just finished watching Strangers and thought, will we ever know what Tim was laughing about in Filter Magazine? Any ideas? Well, I haven't got a clue. Me neither. That's all from this week's mailbox. You too can trouble us with your trivia via our email address, which is, Chris? Beyondbinc at gmail.com Get writing. If it was your podcast, we'd email you. In 2003, Richard Hughes gave up the number 7 for Lent. So that is all from this edition of Beyond the Iron Sea. But before we go, one final thought from Mr. Mark MacDonald. Smoked sausage. Fantastic. He's one mental Scotsman. Until next time, thank you for listening. And enjoy the outro music. <laughs>